Great to be back again on Search the Scriptures with all of our listeners. We appreciate the opportunity to be here today with you and for all of us to be able to open up God's Word as we get back into another study of all of those rich teachings and truths. Now we know that some of you may be at work and you can't set aside your tasks and pick up the Bible. Some of you may be driving along in your vehicles and you certainly got to keep those hands in the steering wheel and your eyes on the road. But we hope at least in your mind that you can open up God's word and you can have your thinking receptive to that task of learning more of that scripture that God has given us to guide us in his will. We do hope and we pray and we do pray for you diligently that you're coming to a better understanding, a deeper, a richer, a fuller knowledge of God's word. That's key because as we keep trying to emphasize at the risk of sounding redundant, Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, faith comes by hearing the word of God. We hope that your faith is growing as you're learning God's word more deeply and more fully and more correctly. Great to be back with Dennis Stackhouse today. Thank you, Gary. It is certainly a blessing to be on the program today, to be here with you and to be with our listeners. We again thank you so much for joining us. And you know, I just thought, Gary, as you were talking about people who may be at work when the program comes on or who may be driving, there's something we can do for them to help them in that regard if there's a particular program that they would like to get and listen to more completely. All they have to do is contact us, and we always give you that information at the close of the program. And we'll be glad to send a CD of any of the programs you hear on Search the Scriptures. Just let us know the date or the program title, and we'll be glad to send that to you. You better tell them how much it costs, Dennis. Well, I hope they're sitting down, because this may come as a shock. The cost for those CDs would be nothing absolutely free. We never charge anything for people to get God's word into their hands. And we pay the postage. So you don't pay a thing for that. All you have to do is ask us and we'll be glad to send that to you. Again, no charge to you. We want to do everything we can to make sure you have access to God's word and you have a way to understand it and then make the application to your life. So again, thank you for being with us today. Amen. And that is a great opportunity. We offer that all of the time. We also offer free Bible study for people if they would mm -hmm. like to get into God's Word and, and uh, go through an, an organized, focused study mm -hmm. of how to live according to His will and ultimately right. get to heaven. And that's free too. Yes, it absolutely is. And again, we pay the postage. Both ways, yes. Well, Dennis, we want to get back into the study that we began in our last program. We looked at Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 34, where the wise man wrote, Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Yes. Any people. He's mm -hmm. talking about on a national scale here. Oh, yes. Now, we ask the question at the beginning of the program, what is the formula for success? Mm -hmm. Or we could put it another way. What is the key to greatness? Yes, that's what we were looking at. And we suggested several different possibilities that people might pose, didn't we? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we talked about the fact that there are 
many answers that people would undoubtedly give to a question like that. Uh, you know, it might be something like money. You know, a lot of people would say, well, you're going to be a success. You're going to be a great person, especially in the eyes of the world, if you have money, wealth. And you can't get there if you don't have some money. And that's right. That's right. That's what people, some people would say. But they that's would. not the answer. No, it isn't. And we've heard all kinds of stories, great success stories of people who started out with virtually nothing. Oh, yes. And they became very successful. Indeed. Well, some would say, you know, I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. I've actually heard people use that kind of language. Yes. I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Really? You're just a lump? <laughs> That's all you are? <laughs> well, but you're right. Uh, I've heard the same thing. And, uh, you know, I, I hate to say there may be occasions when I've said that myself. And specifically regarding a particular task or assignment. I don't think I can do that. No. Some people would say, you got to have the ability. you got to have super ability. you got to be a, an, an extra talented person to mm-hmm. be able to achieve great success. Yes. That's not the case either. Again, no, no. we've all known of people you know, who were just regular folks, mm-hmm. but they put themselves to the task and ended up very successful. Yeah, that's exactly right. And then what about opportunity, Dennis? Some people would suggest that's it. Well, that's right. You know, there are people who think they're going to have to be in exactly the right place at exactly the right time, so the precise circumstances will come about, and that's going to result in their greatness. Luck, yeah. fate, whatever yeah. someone might call right. it. Right, yeah, fate, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's not it either, though. No, it really isn't. Now, again, we've read of people, we've heard of people who were in anything but optimum circumstances mm-hmm. and still put their nose to the grindstone, so, so to speak, and mm-hmm. were determined and mm-hmm. ended up very successful. Absolutely. What we really need to focus in on is character. That's the key. Character. I remember mm-hmm. one time many, many years ago watching a soccer game that was being played by two pretty good teams. Mm-hmm. They were young kids around, uh, you know, 12 years old or so. And um, I remember watching, and, and as the game unfolded, I, as I analyzed how the competition was going, I recognized that the lesser talented team was winning the match and mm-hmm. ended up winning the match. Mm-hmm. And I I talked to somebody afterwards, and I said that other team had better athletes, Mm -hmm. had more skill, more ability, but they didn't play as a team as Mm -hmm. well as the team that lesser skilled, Mm -hmm. lesser athletic ability, and they beat the better team. We see that happen a number of times. All the time. Mm -hmm. And how many times do you see somebody who has tremendous intellectual potential Mm -hmm. and boy they're just nearly they're either just blah in life as far as their achievements are concerned or else they're miserable failures Mm, that happens as well and yet they're one of the smartest people on the block Mm -hmm. 
or in town perhaps. Yes. But they don't have the character. Mm -hmm. They don't have the character to put themselves to the task. They don't have the character to do what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And so many times people don't have the character of integrity. Yeah, that's right. When we ultimately boil it down, we've got to come to the point where, where is real character? Mm -hmm. Well, that's in that righteousness that exalts a nation. Yes, it is. Proverbs 14 and verse 34. Mm -hmm. And those nations where sin prevails and dominates are nations that are on their way down. That's right. And, you know, those kinds of nations, they may enjoy what they consider success for a period of time, but ultimately you're right. They're going to destroy themselves. Yes. Now, we read something that the historian Gibbon had written about Rome, mm -hmm. the Roman Empire, true empire, mm -hmm. mighty, dominated most of the known world in its day, mm -hmm. and for a long time, and yet Rome fell. It did. The empire is no more, has not been for millennia, virtually. Mm -hmm. Right. Now... What happened, certainly for many, many, many hundreds of years? Well, Gibbon analyzed that there were five failures on the part of Rome's citizenry that led to Rome's fall. Number one, rapid increase of divorce, undermining the sanctity of the home, which is the basis of society. Number two, higher and higher taxes and the spending of public money for bread and celebration. Number three, the mad craze for pleasure. Boy, do we have that today. <laughs> he particularly focused in on sports becoming every year more exciting and brutal. Well, what about in our society, our culture, where video games and all kinds of things, and they're pretty brutal, getting more oh. so all the time. That's right. And then you could point to other things as well. Mm -hmm. Number four, the building of gigantic armaments. Well, we need, need, we need self-defense, certainly. But he noted the real enemy was within, and that was the decadence of the people. Mm -hmm. I think that is a parallel to what we see in our country today. Yes. And then number five, the decay of religion. Mm -hmm. The decay of religion with faith fading into mere form. Yes. And boy, that hits the nail square on the head for so many people today. Yeah, as you look at that list, Gary, it just shouts out of America. It mirrors what we see around us all the time, doesn't it? It really does. To a great extent. Mm -hmm. Boy. Well, we read from Psalm 1, all six verses, mm -hmm. and we saw there the way of character. Yes. And the way of character is the individual who walks according to God's teachings. Exactly. Yes. Now... Ultimately, and this is how we concluded the program last time, there is no standard for goodness without God. No, there isn't. Now, people might say, well, sure there is. There might be atheists out there who says, you're just so narrow-minded, you're bigoted. There, we, we, there's goodness without God. Explain it to me. Yeah. <laughs> there's no standard for goodness. No, there isn't. It's whatever the person wants goodness to be mm -hmm. at that particular moment in time, mm -hmm. and that's subject to change right. with a whim. Yes, it is. 
because if there's no basis for it, it's subjective to the every individual, and every mm -hmm. individual can analyze goodness differently from every other individual, and you'd have to come away saying, each one is correct. Yes. Because there's no standard. Yes, that's the case. Well, in Matthew chapter 19 and verse 17, Jesus helped us to see the standard, didn't mm -hmm. he? Well, he did. Uh, he was asked a question, and he was called a good teacher. And basically, he told the questioner, why do you call me good? There's only one who is good, and that is God. Yes, yes, absolutely. And ultimately, and this is brought out in that first psalm as well, the person who does not live by God's teachings is on a slippery slope. Oh, there's no question about that. Eventually, mm -hmm. his fall will come if he does not change his course. Yes, there's no doubt about that. Let's look at 1 John chapter 1, and we see really rich imagery here as to the character of God and as to the character that we're taught in this particular text that we need to exhibit if we're going to walk with God. Mm -hmm. In 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 7, This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So, light symbolizes righteousness. Yes. Purity. Goodness. Goodness, yes. 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 Mm -hmm. And darkness, in this text, symbolizes exactly the opposite. Evil. Evil. Unrighteousness. Yes. Sin. Sinfulness. Yes. Unfaithfulness. Yes. yes, all of that. Now, how is God portrayed there? God is described as light. Total light. And in him, there's no darkness at all. Yes, yes. Now, if we define light, how can we define that technically? It would simply be the absence of darkness. Yes, and darkness would be the absence of light. Indeed. What we're seeing are two opposites. Mm-hmm. They're on completely opposite ends of the spectrum. They are. One is devoid of the other. Mm-hmm. The two cannot harmoniously coexist and maintain their true identities. No, that's impossible. If you've got light, Darkness is dispelled. Light dispels darkness. That's right. If you've got darkness, there's no light there. Mm -hmm. Well, God is totally light. Mm -hmm. Now, we understand then from that he is totally righteous, mm -hmm. totally pure. Yes. Absolute goodness. Free of evil. And if we are going to walk with God, then John says... We're going to have to walk in the light mm -hmm. that is that godliness. Yes, that's right. And 
It's interesting how he contrasts that, Gary, in verse 6. He said, if we say we have fellowship with him, with God, and walk in darkness, John didn't pull any punches here. He just flat out said, we lie and don't practice the truth. There are a lot of liars out there right now. Oh, my goodness. Along this line. Mm. And and certainly a lot of people who are practicers of self-deception. Now, yes. they, might, they might, you know, cringe at the idea of being liars. Mm-hmm. Well, they're certainly deceiving themselves. Yes, absolutely. Because they're not living in the light Mm-mm. of God's word, of his teachings, no. of his ways. They're living in darkness, mm-hmm. the darkness of sin. They practice it all the time. Mm-hmm. They really choose that, that lifestyle to a great extent, many of them. Yes, that's the case. And yet they claim to have this great faith in God. Mm-hmm. Some will even claim to have a, such a good relationship with God. Yes. And it's interesting that even though they would not appreciate being called liars, that's exactly what John does. And John's simply writing God's word mm-hmm. as an inspired penman. Exactly right. The Holy Spirit guiding him to write what he wrote. Mm-hmm. You know, when somebody is living out of wedlock mm-hmm. with somebody as though they were married, mm-hmm. that's not living in the light. No, it isn't. That's living in the darkness of sin. Absolutely, it, it is. It doesn't matter how accepted that is by society. Mm-hmm. That's sin. Yes. And somebody who lies, mm-hmm. that's not living in the light. That's, that's right. living in darkness. Yes. Cheating, stealing. Mm-hmm. People who are continually caught up in alcohol and drugs, Mm -hmm. that's not living in the light. No, I'm afraid not. People who are cheating on their spouses, Mm -hmm. that's not living in the light. Not at all. Using vulgarity Mm. as a norm in their everyday language, Mm -hmm. that's, that's walking in the darkness. Yeah. Now you can claim all day long that you love God and that you have this deep abiding faith in him and you're so close to him, that's (laughs) self-deception. It is if all the while we're walking in that darkness that John describes. Which is sinfulness. It is. Unrighteousness, unfaithfulness, Mm -hmm. not living according to God's teachings. Right. Now, we're talking about character. It is a character thing, yes. Yes, character, I've got to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I've got to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I've got to be a person with a quality of nature, mm-hmm. moral strength, integrity, yes. dependability. Absolutely. And what John points out here, righteousness. Yes. Character does matter. Mm-hmm. In Proverbs chapter 4, beginning with verse 14 and reading through 19, what do we learn? Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they have done evil, and their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter under the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness, 
They do not know what makes them stumble. That's a stunning contrast between two different lifestyles, isn't it? Oh, it certainly is. One of righteousness and one of unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. One of faithfulness, one of unfaithfulness. Mm -hmm. One living in sin and one walking in the ways of God. And here again, the wise man uses that analogy of darkness and light. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And it's obvious which is which. Yeah, that's right. Now, let's look at another text that talks about the same thing. And uh, it may, well, it, it spells out a lot of particular sinful lifestyles. Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 25. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Again, two starkly contrasting lifestyles. Yes, they certainly are. And Paul gets into a whole lot of specifics in verses 19 through 21, mm -hmm. talking about the works of the flesh. Yes. And he's not talking about murder and blowing up babies there, you know, in all of those. He's talking about hatred and mm -hmm. violence and yet mm -hmm. a number of things that a lot of people might give a wink and a nod to today. Yes, and uh, many do. Yes. In Revelation chapter 21 and verse 8, we're told that all liars mm -hmm. shall find their part in the lake of fire, which uh, lake, lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Mm -hmm. That's hell. Yeah. Well, and then back in Galatians chapter 5, then you see after reading verses 19 through 21, all those works of the flesh, then mm -hmm. the fruit of the Spirit. Yes. And then the call to make the choice. Mm -hmm. Decide how you're going to live. Yes. I like the way Paul said it in verse 25. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. And that means simply walk by God's teachings. Yes. Don't just say it, do it. Character. That's it. Character. Our time is up for today, so we need to stop and we'll come back and finish this lesson probably next time. And we encourage our listeners to please be sure to tune in and continue this study with us. But also to contact us and ask for your own Bible study whereby you can learn the way of character. God, God's character for you, his teachings for how you should live your life. We do hope to hear from you very soon.